powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. It feels like the beginning of the year. We're talking about victories on Game Over Calgary. Welcome, everyone. I'm Peter. That's a Yoda. And this is a Calgary Flames win to discuss after, what was it, a 5-3 victory over the Wild of Minnesota. Coming up on the show today, we have one gripe. We have one gripe. It's a pretty consistent one. I think you probably know what it's going to be, but we will gripe nonetheless. Uh, But we will celebrate the goal-scoring prowess of Tyler Toffoli. We will talk about how things are turning around, and one thing that has been consistent this entire time. So, we have all of that. Please get active in the chat, like the video, subscribe, share it, all of those fun things. But first, I do have something for you. Question for you, even. Think you know what it's going, or how it's going to go? Think you know what way it's going to go. That's how it actually is supposed to sound. Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That is sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. 19 years and older. Please play responsibly. Some people may have very much appreciated that empty net goal that made this a one-goal Flames win into a two-goal Flames win, specifically if you liked the Flames, say, minus one and a half going into today. Um, This is a good win, and a win that I believe should be celebrated. The Minnesota Wild are probably going to be a playoff team this year. At the start of the regular season, um, again, talking about the the world of sports gambling, by the way, if this is an issue that you're an area you have an issue with, there are links in the YouTube channel, in the show notes, all of those things. You can go out and get some help. Um, There's a a lot of different ways you can do that. Um, This is a good Minnesota Wild team. They, at the beginning of the year, the point total projections were at over 100 points. This is a team that has a dynamic goal scorer. They have a very good goalie. It's a pretty deep team. This this is a strong, strong win for the Calgary Flames. This isn't, well, they beat Arizona, so that's fun. Although that was one heck of a game to be at. But this is a this is a quality win for the Flames, and it didn't look like it was going to be. Um, that was a rough, rough start. Um, uh, I've pointed out a couple of times before. I live close to the dome, and I, I can tell you there was a lot of people that were still like driving to the game, or at least hung up in the traffic of the game, going to this one today. By the time it was two nothing, that was quick. It was terrifying. Um, it, it, it was it was kind of had a feeling like okay. This is going to be one of those nights getting like, all right, who should the Flames trade for? Getting getting those type of subjects ready. And to Calgary's credit, they bounced back. That second period is about as well as I've seen this Flames team play all season long. But there have been some times where this team has just kind of maybe not shown the mental fortitude that uh, a team would require sometimes, right? Like, there's been some times where it's okay, well... The other team pushed back, so it's not going to be the Flames' night, and they're just kind of lollygagging around out there. This was um, a performance where they were punched in the mouth early, and they came back, and they did not give up. And I think this is, we talk about these a lot, I think this is a performance that the Flames can build off of. I think that this is a performance that you can kind of carry into your next game against the, the Columbus Blue Jackets, who maybe we'll discuss in a little bit with a bit of joy. Um, but th- this is a... Th- this is. Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook. 
Woo, it feels like the beginning of the year. We're talking about victories on Game Over Calgary. Welcome, everyone. I'm Peter. That's a Yoda. And this is a Calgary Flames win to discuss after, what was it, a 5-3 victory over the Wild of Minnesota. Coming up on the show today, we have one gripe. We have one gripe. It's a pretty consistent one. I think you probably know what it's going to be, but we will gripe nonetheless. Uh, but we will celebrate the goal-scoring prowess of Tyler Toffoli. Uh, we will talk about how things are turning around, and one thing that has been consistent this entire time. So, we have all of that. Please get active in the chat, like the video, subscribe, share it, all of those fun things. But first, I do have something for you. Question for you, even. Think you know what it's going, or how it's going to go? Think you know what way it's going to go. That's how it actually is supposed to sound. Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's World Cup, hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That is sportsinteraction.com sdpn. 19 years and older. Please play responsibly. Some people may have very much appreciated that empty net goal that made this a one-goal Flames win into a two-goal Flames win, specifically if you liked the Flames, say, minus one and a half going into today. Um, this is a good win, and a win that I believe should be celebrated. The Minnesota Wild are probably going to be a playoff team this year. At the start of the regular season, um, again, talking about the, the world of sports gambling, by the way, if this is an issue that you're an area you have an issue with, there are links in the YouTube channel, in the show notes, all of those things you can go out and get some help. Um, there's a, a lot of different ways you can do that. Um, this is a good Minnesota Wild team. They, at the beginning of the year, the point total projections were at a, over 100 points. This is a team that has a dynamic goal scorer. They have a very good goalie. It's a pretty deep team. This this is a strong, strong win for the Calgary Flames. This isn't, well, they beat Arizona, so that's fun. Although that was one heck of a game to be at. But this is a this is a quality win for the Flames, and it didn't look like it was going to be. Um, that was a rough, rough start. Um, uh, I've pointed out a couple of times before. I live close to the dome, and I, I can tell you there was a lot of people that were still like driving to the game, or at least hung up in the traffic of the game, going to this one today. By the time it was two nothing, that was quick. It was terrifying. Um, it, it, it was it was kind of had a feeling like okay. This is going to be one of those nights getting like, all right, who should the Flames trade for? Getting getting those type of subjects ready. And to Calgary's credit, they bounced back. That second period is about as well as I've seen this Flames team play all season long. But there have been some times where this team has just kind of maybe not shown the mental fortitude that a team would require sometimes, right? Like, there's been some times where it's okay, well... The other team pushed back, so it's not going to be the Flames' night, and they're just kind of lollygagging around out there. This was um, a performance where they were punched in the mouth early, and they came back, and they did not give up. And I think this is, we talk about these a lot, I think this is a performance that the Flames can build off of. I think that this is a performance that you can kind of carry into your next game against the, the Columbus Blue Jackets, who... Maybe we'll discuss in a little bit with a bit of joy, um, but th this is a th this is a win that you can kind of carry into the next road trip. A really really good win, honestly, one of the better wins of the year for the Flames. And one of the good things about it is there are like there are signs that this turnaround is legitimate. 
first of all, the power play is going again. And you could see, <laughs> thank you to Minnesota, because they gave the Flames a bunch of opportunities as the game went on. You could see the power play getting better as this game went on. This feels like it could be, and I don't want to be overstating things, but it feels like this could be a bit of a turning point for the power play and giving them now the ability to break through and to continue to build in the way that they have been building. I... I love the movement they have. They're actually getting pucks to the net now. And on the Kadri goal, they're getting traffic in front. The puck that hit um, went off of Defoli's hips, which continue to not lie. Um, like, the, there's, they are getting traffic to the front of the net now. I remember after the Montreal game came on here and said, that was the easiest 49 safe performance, or I think it was 46, that Jake Allen will ever have in his entire life. Because they weren't making life difficult on goaltenders at all. Tonight was not an easy night for Marc-Andre Fleury. There was traffic in front of him, and there was, it was just, it was a difficult, difficult night for Fleury. They were driving pucks to the net. They were doing all the things you need to do, but now the power play is starting to click. Rasmus Anderson clearly has some confidence going on the offensive side of things, and these guys are starting to gel, and it's starting to, to kind of show through. It's a bit of a chicken and the egg thing, but... The, the top line is getting more comfortable together, so that's clicking, which is bleeding into the power play, which I think is bleeding into Nazem Kadri's game. Back-to-back -back games with the power play goal, that second line is starting to work. We are back to a point now where three of the four Flames lines are going. At the beginning of the year, it was second, third, and fourth. Now, it is one, two, and three, and we're, we're starting to see the Flames that we thought we were going to see start to take shape as this goes along. Yeah, shout out uh, Adam Firebear in the chat saying go Rasmus I've said before I think that there is um that there is at least another level to Rasmus Anderson's offensive game he's got a hell of a shot and he's not his skating didn't progress the way that I thought it would but he's not a bad skater and he's got some decent hands as he showed tonight there is another level that I think that kid can find that I I think could still be unlocked with him. And that would be a great thing. But yes, go Rasmus, as Adam Firebear says in the chat. Let's keep the uh, keep the chats coming in there. The other big thing that I, I, I kind of take away from this one, as I look at my notes that are very poorly written, um, I, I, I just, it was actually about Rasmus Anderson. I just love how he is stepping up now in this offensive way. And I thought defensively, he had a very good night as well. And... This is a Flames blue line that obviously there there can be some issues sometimes. I didn't think Zadorov and Stone had a particularly strong night. Not a particularly awful one either. They, they were just kind of there. But as Uyghur starts to get his game figured out, and he was someone who... Um, uh, Uyghur was someone who I had quite a bit of focus on when I went to the game the other night. I think he is starting to come around a little bit as well. Dude can fly, and dude can handle the puck. I kind of wonder right now if Daryl and company have kind of said to Uyghur, because as Kerry uh, Hewitt points out in the chat, I thought Uyghur was supposed to have the offensive side. He does. Like, that. that is definitely a part of his game. I wonder if Daryl has kind of, like, put a pin in that for now and just, hey, let's focus on the defensive side of things. I thought Uyghur against Arizona was using his reach a little bit better, and I feel like he has been able to... Um, he's been able to kind of grow defensively and it feels like they've just like, hey, focus on this end. We'll get to the offense later. But now, as this team is starting to progress, now I think that's the next part. Put some of these elements now back into their game and see how that all comes along. But 
Great, great signs all around from the Flames. Just cannot speak enough to how impressed I am with Calgary coming out of this game today. Uh, for everyone who is in the chat right now, like this video, share it. Um, Andrews talked about the, the weird algorithm stuff on Game Over Montreal. Apparently some video gamers were video gaming on video games they weren't supposed to video game on, and that caused some problems with uh, sharing live videos. Obviously that affects us. So... If you could just share this to everyone, like, hey, let them know. We got some good Flames chat going on here. There's a Christmas Yoda behind me. What more could you want on a Wednesday evening after a Calgary Flames win? Um, <laughs> Jacob in the chat. When Johnny went to CBJ, he said he was going there to win games. Look, they've won, like, five, right? Um, that Johnny situation, and I know I sent out the tweet with the Google map, fully understanding again that he wasn't driving anywhere, but um, the thing that kind of got me about that was like, we all thought, okay, he's either going to leave for more money, a, a cup contender, or a team that's right close to home. And while Columbus is literally closer to home than Calgary is, that box wasn't checked. They're certainly not a better hockey team. They're a better hockey team for Tage Thompson to play. Um... And it wasn't more money. So I don't think it's going to be a... <coughs> Excuse me. I don't think it's going to be very nice when Johnny Gaudreau shows up as that team coughed up nine goals tonight against... I, I think, did they stop at nine? I didn't even look. Um, I, I know it was nine. Yeah, nine four ends up being the final. Tage Thompson, zero goals in the third period of that game. So he's really fallen off in his last 20 minutes of play. All right, let's take a look at what else is going on. Uh, Takai number one. After tonight's beating, who does Bill Guerin have to buy out next to fix the wild? I I didn't love the, the, that buyout situation because I thought it put Minnesota in a tough bind. And you look at it now, you have such a dynamic, exciting offensive player in Kaprasov. And now you have, what is it, $14 million held up in buyouts. I, I am quite anti-buyout. I, I feel like... If you can't move on from the contract by attaching a draft pick to it or something like that, dragging it out for years and years and years doesn't help anything. Just kind of eat it all while you have to and then move on after. Unless there is something like gigantic that you're trying to pull off, then maybe. And I guess maybe that helps them get Marc-Andre Fleury in the meantime. But I I don't know. I, I'm not a big buyout guy. And Minnesota's kind of proven my point on that because they have such a fun team. And it sure would seem like they, they like just a couple more pieces and they are right there. But they, they that $14 million would be better spent, I think. Anyway, even a guy like Zach Parise, I think, would be fine on this team right now. Maybe not Suter. But uh, Zach Parise would be good. Just a quick aside. I like this Minnesota team quite a bit. Um, there's a bunch of dudes on this team I like. Just a personal note, I will always be terrified of um, Jordan Greenway for those who are unaware. My, my last job, I was with the radio rights holder for the Calgary Flames, and one of the things I would do, as I throw stuff all over the place, one of the things I would do is, at home games, um, at select home games, I would go down for the second intermission interview, which was by the uh, visitor locker room. And if you've never been in the bowels of the Saddle Dome, first of all, don't. But there isn't a whole lot of room down there to maneuver. There, there isn't a whole lot of room to operate. And I am kind of a, 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 a bigger fellow. Um, so is Jordan Greenway. And um, he was the one who we got for the second period intermission. And he came walking around the corner, saw me standing there, and just went, Ugh, fuck. 
It's like, okay, well, now I'm terrified. Uh, it was him and Maroon I had the absolute worst experiences with. And look, I get it. Those aren't fun. They don't add anything to any broadcast, at least the way I do them. I'm never going to do one again, and I already know what two of my questions are. But that's just a side on the Minnesota Wild, is I will always remember Jordan Greenway just being absolutely fucking miserable, having to, to do a, a second intermission interview with me where I ask him, so, how do you like your team's first 40 minutes? What are you looking for in the next 20? Did you guys have anything fun to eat while you're out here? Like, that, there's the ones who do it well do it really really well but 95 percent of the time those things don't add a lick to nothing rant over um josh is asking what do you think of the flames down two nothing in the first and the flames coming back in the second i i love that kind of an effort you, you don't love falling behind like definitely start on time but if you're not going to may as well make the best of a situation right and i think the flames did that i, I love that kind of compete and that kind of battle back from the flames um, that guy, Sam, bad start, but great response in the second period. Gotta love it. Jacob, um, he gave up on defensive plays tonight. Sutter would have killed him. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think that might be in reference to, to Johnny. I'm not entirely sure. I, I'm assuming everyone in Columbus gave up on def defensive efforts tonight. They gave up nine to a hockey team. But, um... Yeah, I think defensively this team is starting to, to kind of figure things out a little bit. People laughing at my jokes. I like that. Um... I'm glad that Sutter has been starting Dan Vladar, the hot hand, and letting Markstrom rest to try to fix his game in practices. We're going to get to the goalie situation in a little bit. So, we got the chat rolling. Share this video, like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell icon so that you know when we're coming, or just follow me on social media. I'm at Primetime Klein, and uh, Audie is also on social media. He is at Audie James, and you can uh, just find when we tweet out the links for these games. We do these after every Calgary Flames hockey game. Now time for the part I didn't like. I just said, like, I, I just talked about Jordan Greenway in a way that added no real value to anything. But that group with Greenway, Reeves, and Erickson Eck, I thought was really productive. And it's just, it was everything you want the Flames' fourth line to be, right? Like, you had Reeves who was going in there and being big. Greenway was crashing into things. Erickson Eck was kind of setting things up a little bit. The Flames' fourth line, once again this evening, added nada. Nothing. They were awful once again. And I don't want to harp on this too much because it's a Flames win. And we've talked about it before. Matthew Phillips probably isn't walking through that door. Uh, tonight, the big change was Richie was going back on the fourth. Excuse me, back on the fourth line. It is what it is, but this thing is not getting better. Um, I, I don't know if Lucic needs to sit a game just to rest up or whatever. But I... I just am so over this fourth line experiment. And the thing, the thing is, like the the other night against Arizona, I get fighting is not fashionable in in this NHL, and I don't generally, I don't generally call for for fights. But if this fourth line isn't going to be good at hockey, which they haven't been, you would think that they would want to go out there and try to spark the group. You know, they're down to nothing early on. Go out and punch something for a little bit. Go out and throw a big hit. Do something. In the Arizona game, the loudest cheer all night was for a penalty. The second loudest the crowd was all night was for a missed penalty. And the third loudest was for a goal in the Timbits game. There was no energy in that building at all. And the fourth line that's supposed to kind of be an energy line provided no energy. They sucked all the energy out of the building. This is a group that needs to 
do something. And they're not doing it with the being good at hockey part right now. They had a great start to the season. Bless their hearts. But now, this team is actively hurting this group. They are playing with one hand tied behind their back every night because it's three lines against four. And they're just, they're not contributing. So contribute in other ways. If you're not going to put the puck in the net or even be good at the sport, then go out there and crash into stuff. Make some noise. Provide some energy. Provide a boost. Because... It's not the hockey that you're out there for, apparently. And Daryl knows this. Like that that's the frustrating part of this. It's not like he's playing them out there, he's putting them out there 15 minutes a night. That this group isn't getting a ton of ice time. So Daryl sees that they're not being effective, but we're still going back to it anyway because of some stupid thing with Matthew Phillips. Um, to, to Kerry's point in the chat, Ruzichka has been a nice surprise. He's been great. There are so many times where he is the best player on the ice. I think he's a phenomenal fit with Backlund and, and Coleman. Um, I, I think that group together is, is quite good. I think if you wanted to try to maximize things with the fourth line right now, it it's not fair to Rosichka, but maybe you go back to Lewis on that line with Backlund and Coleman and get Rosichka to try to get that fourth line moving a little bit. Because Backlund and Coleman were still fine with Lewis out there. They even had people convinced Lewis was good. Um, so maybe that's the way to kind of spread things out a little bit because the, the phillips Pelche call-ups just don't appear to be happening right now. A couple of more from the chat here on the, uh, the, the YouTube channel this evening. Um... Where are we here? Conrad chiming in. Hi, Peter. Hi, Conrad. Why can we as a team not hold a third period lead? Well, um, for starters, the lead was only one. Like, it's not so much that they blew a third period lead. It's that they gave up a goal in the third period and the lead was only at one. Um, so there's that. Like, I do think that there's a little bit of... Um, times where this team sits back a bit too much, and while well, the other team's pressing, they're going to do that um, on and on and on. Um, I just realized my cat was in this room, and I didn't know that, and that scared the hell out of me. Where are you there? Hey, Babs. Hi. Um, I, don't, I think you could see some of that. I saw it in the reflection, just um, that that's above my camera. That was uh, that was terrifying. <laughs> hey, you okay? Whew, let's get the heart rate under 200 for a second. Um, for, for blowing the third period leads, I just think that, like, they're just not leading by a bunch. Like, they aren't blowing teams away, so they just give up a goal. There are some times where they do back up a little bit, and they, they kind of let the foot off the gas. And that has been frustrating. Like, there are, as much as I like this win tonight... This is not necessarily a strong 60-minute outing from the Flames. And there's there, there's been a few times where that's been the case, where they've won in spite of some bad stretches. And look, very rarely are you going to play, like, perfect hockey for 60 minutes. You know, like, even... Even we, we just shit on them. Even if the, the Blue Jackets played perfect hockey for 60 minutes, they'd beat most teams. Most teams have at least, like, a 10-minute stretch where it kind of goes south on them. But for the most part... I, I didn't mind the, the Flames play in the third period, but they do tend to back off a little bit. Uh, let's see. Hey, you want to come here? Here. Uno momento. Hey, come here. No, don't run away now. Ugh. This is Babs. Say hi, Babs. Hi. Thank you. All right, there you go. All right. Babs, we have company. Oh, okay, what else is going on? <laughs> chat right now um yeah there you go no no you're fine you're fine 
Uh, Ruzichka has been a nice surprise. I already said that. What's going on with Brock Besser? Uh, are we recreating the Canucks? Um, I mean, like, there, there's a bit of that, maybe. But for... Oh, there she goes. Look, Brock Besser would be a phenomenal addition, I think, to any team. I, I think that he... He fits a need that this team has. The problem is, he doesn't come for free. And that means draft capital. Here, let me get closer. That means draft capital, and um, that also means, like, actual money. This team has no salary cap space. Unless Milan Lucic gets a hangnail that he needs to go on LTIR for, this team has no cap space whatsoever. So, the Brock Besser fantasy, it would be nice. It would be great. I think this team needs a little bit more scoring. He would provide that. We'll see. Um, I, I don't necessarily think that that is going to uh, going to happen, but I think it's a perfect fit for the Flames. Now my cat's trying to get out and the door's locked. Uh, Lucic and Richie had only played five minutes all game, so why even play them? I understand all the power play taking away the ice time, but five minutes is low. Five minutes is very, very low. Um, Camden Kelly won. Sorry. Um, five minutes is quite low. I do... I agree. Like, Sutter knows they're not playing well. So why 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 are we still doing this? Why not bring up a Matthew Phillips and try to, to kind of expand things a little bit? I It's frustrating to me. Uh, shout out to Lauren from Game Over Toronto. <laughs> I have a question. How'd you get so handsome? I'm assuming that question was for the Yoda behind me. Uh, Conrad speaking my cat's language. Uh, yes, we have a Game Over cat. <laughs> Um, I'd rather have a pylon on the ice than Lucic. He's just there for 10 minutes of cardio a night. Yeah, it's just, it's so bad. And it's, it's getting worse and it's getting worse. Lucic for Besser one-on-one. Look, if it was the last Vancouver regime, I think we could have pulled that off. This one at least has a bit of a semblance. The talk that it might only take a third to get Brock Besser is hilarious. And I think the Flames at least need to be in on it. Um... It would be difficult to make the money work, and I don't like the way you do it is to Foley. I don't think that's enough of an upgrade. I think you're just kind of like that. that you're you're only boosting yourself up like three percent if you're doing that. You still have a need at that point, so it's tough to make the money work. If you could, that would be absolutely unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> even throw Rooney in to spice it up. Uh, yeah, Ke- Camden Kelly, man. We're getting a little bit, we're getting a little excessive now. Like, can can we get them to throw a second or something in here? Uh, If Besser does get traded to Calgary, would you put him on the second line with Kadri? Ooh, that's interesting. I think what I would probably do, I would probably go Huberto, uh, Lindholm, Besser, Kadri. I just, I like Dubé, Kadri, Manjapani. I really like that. And then put Toffoli on the third line, go... Um, Backlund, Coleman, Toffoli, and then have the fourth line be Ruzichka with um, probably Lucic and Ritchie. Um, that that's probably how I would go with that one. That that's that, that that's what I would do. Um, anyway, okay, <laughs> Lucic and a third. See, we're we're being a bit more reasonable here now. Uh, the fourth line needs a change. One of the AHL kids is better than Lewis, Rooney, and Lucic. Completely agree. Uh, did I watch game over Montreal, Vancouver the other night? I'm a Nux fan. That was a fun game to be at with what happened at that game. Oh yeah, that game was insane. Um, and both the game over Montreal and Vancouver crews, I thought covered that one quite well. But yeah, that, that game seemed absolutely bonkers. 
Got to give Besser the backland bump, though, for the first little bit, right? I mean, that's just the initiation, right? Um, but no, I, I think putting him on the first line, that'd be quite the weapon for Huberto to, to be able to play with. couple more notes here before we get going, and the backland bump is a, a good one there from Conrad to, um, to, to keep this thing rolling. Also, hi, Lindsay. Um, for... Like, that line is just so consistent. Backlund, Coleman, and Ruzichka. And it's nice now that Coleman is starting to get rewarded a little bit for um, for, for his play, because I think he's played really well. Um, he goes in on the forecheck, creates a turnover. That leads to an opportunity early in the period. Um, he ends up getting a goal. It's like, it's just, those guys are meshing perfectly. That line's been the most consistent for the Flames all year. Backlund, Coleman, and Calgary Flame X to their side. Ruzichka, for the most part, is probably the preferable one right now. But even with Huberto, like that got Huberto going. I, I just, I, I think Backlund's line has been the most consistent. And I am at a point now where if you wanted to put a C on Michael Backlund's chest, you are getting no argument from me. And I, I didn't know if I would ever get there. And I get like there are parts of locker room leadership that we're just never going to know, right? Like I'm. I, I've been in that locker room before, but not for anything substantial. It's just for when a bunch of guys put microphones in their faces and go thoughts. Um, so that there's maybe aspects of leadership I don't know, but everything that we can possibly know, he checks off every box. So uh, I would be definitely down for um, for Michael Backlund to get the, the captaincy for the Flames. In terms of the goaltending situation, um, none of the goals on Vladar tonight were Vladar's fault. You had, uh, what was it, a two-on-one, and then a, a goal goes in off of a broken stick, which is something. And then the, the last one was going wide and deflected in off of Tanov. So, it was not Vladar's fault. I still think I go Markstrom against, um, against Columbus on Friday. I think at this point, Columbus is a team that maybe you can, maybe you can kind of get right against. I think that like Markstrom against a former teammate and Johnny Gaudreau, good way to kind of get his confidence back. I would probably go Markstrom in the game Friday against the uh, the, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and then probably Vladar Saturday against the Maple Leafs of Toronto. That's how I would go. I think Vladar has been good, but I think it's time to get Markstrom back in there. Let's get a game under his belt, see if maybe the, the Columbus Blue Jackets, who they scored four tonight, gave him nine, but they scored four tonight, um, maybe that's a team that Markstrom can kind of get right against. That's how I would play it anyway. Uh, Conrad with the shout out with the, uh, the, the remember to smash the like button. Uh, every like goes directly towards calling up Matthew Phillips. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, a thousand likes on this video and Matthew Phillips gets called up. Um, obviously we have no way of that whatsoever, but yes, please remember to like, uh, subscribe to the channel. Also, if you missed any of this, um, I'm sure me reaching back and picking up my cat makes for a great podcast and you can download the podcast. Just subscribe. Uh, it's game over NHL wherever you get your podcasts. So if you miss any of this stuff, it's a good way. These videos uh, and these shows are about half an hour long. Usually nice, quick way to keep up with every Canadian team in the national hockey league. Uh, Robert saying that he would also go with Vladar for uh, the Leafs game as a fan of both teams. It would be nice to get Vladar on that stage, you know? Like, look, the last time the Flames had a really hot backup goaltender, the Leafs eventually traded for him, didn't they? They traded for Riddick. Am I making that up? No, as I said that, I was like, I don't know if I got that right. I think they eventually had Riddick for like a second. I don't know if he actually played any games for him. 
Anyway, uh, Camden saying, there is no way Backlund can be a bad guy in the room for how he can help every single person put with him, and he's just a good person to the community as well. Oh, that part is unquestioned. He d Dude loves being a Calgary Flame and is so good for the people in the city. Uh, Markstrom needs to be tied to the net. Millhouse styled out. I think that can be arranged, yes. I wonder if, like, sometimes um, you, you'll have... Okay, good. I was right on the Reddick thing. See? Trust myself. Um, with, you know, like, sometimes, like, okay, we need to work on the goalie puck handling a little bit. So let's play it around and let's get you practicing. I wonder if there's practice for Markstrom to be like, hey, you're just going to sit here and we're just going to whistle pucks around all day and you're just, you're just going to get familiar with the puck going around the back of the net and you not moving. Can we practice that? Thank you. If you, you can just practice not moving for a while, that would be phenomenal. What else here? Uh, Broken Stick has more goals than Lucic. Fair. Uh, C for Backlund, A for Lindholm, Tanev, and Huberto. Don't hate that. Um, yes, Lindsay with the all capitals. Hi, Robert. I mean, we just got a, just a, like a regular... Uh, there were no capital letters in the hey guys to us, and then Robert gets all caps. But that's fine. If anyone in the chat deserves an all cats, uh, caps, it is Robert. Or all cats. Um, can we give the Backlund the C for a Christmas present? That... That would be cute. That would all oh, that would be so nice. I would love that. So we've accomplished a lot here today. Thank you all for uh, tuning in. I think this is where um, I will bid you adieu. I have to be on a plane in like 12 hours. Boys going out to Vancouver for a day and then Mexico. So that's going to be fun. Uh, the next game over is Friday as it is the Calgary Flames taking on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Once again, a game with no storyline implications whatsoever. Uh, just Johnny Gaudreau taking on the Flames for the, the first time. So, um, you know, well, minor little thing. Audi will have you covered for that. Thank you all so, so much. I love doing all of these and chatting about the Flames with all of you, capital letters or not. Uh, please like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, listen to the podcast, all of that. We're doing some great stuff here at SDPN, and we just want you to be a part of it. These are fun. We want to keep doing them. Thank you all. Have a wonderful night. No, I will not take you to Mexico. I'm amazed my wife will bring me to Mexico. So bringing on, um, what is it, 30 people in the chat right now? Bringing on 30 stowaways might be a little bit difficult. But I will talk to you all when I am hopefully not sunburned and much more tanned instead. Uh, have a wonderful evening, everyone, and enjoy this Flames victory. Wait for it. Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.